0: Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. Glad to have you. We're in the book of First Kings. And here's why it matters, because we do not want to slide away from the Lord. That is absolutely true. If you're watching this podcast or listening to it or however you're getting this content, you don't want to fall away from the Lord. You're here because you want to know God deeper. You want to love bigger, right? And you want to make a bigger impact. That's why you're here. And, and so you don't want that slide that can happen. You know, because here's what you've seen, and I've seen it too. You've seen people slide away from the Lord. You've seen churches fall away from the Lord. And you've seen their influence wane and decline and really become anemic, if that at all. And you know how much that hurts a community, how much it hurts the people around you. And you don't want that to happen in your life. You really don't. So I want to thank you for being here. In The book of 1 and 2 Kings, the books we're going through right now, are books that chronicle in detail how God blessed the nation Israel in profound ways, but over time, through small decision after small decision, they slid away from the Lord and became really a shell of who they were spiritually, and eventually the kingdom was split apart. How horrible is that? So here we are. We're at the high point right now. Solomon has built the temple of the Lord. He's dedicating it. He's going through a lengthy prayer, and he's praying very specific things. And we can learn from Solomon's prayer. Matter of fact, I would challenge you as we look at what we look and go back to prior episodes as we've looked at Solomon's prayer, and and really begin to pray that, begin to ask the Lord to do these things in in your life. And, it, and it's really amazing when you do that. So here we are in verse forty-four. Here's what the Bible says. Now. Solomon is praying this. He says, Lord, if your people go out to battle against their enemy by whatever means that you've sent them, and then they pray to you, Lord, toward this city that you have chosen toward the house that I have built in your name, then, Lord, I'm asking you to hear in heaven their prayer and their plea and maintain their cause. So here's the scenario that Solomon gets, and and boy, we can relate to it today. If outside forces become such that your people have to take up arms and defend themselves be with them. Now, once you think about the world we're in today, we have people that listen all over the globe. And so whatever country you're in, just contextualize it with you. Just just ask this of your country and where you are. Are there outside pressures uh, closing in on the church, maybe on you individually, and upon your faith? Is it becoming such, wherever you may be listening from, that it's harder and harder to be open about your faith? Is it, is it such that maybe because of other religions, maybe because of, obviously it's going to be because of political pressure, that, that you're not able to be open about your faith, that, that it seems like every day you're at war with the world. You're at war with the culture. See, this isn't new. The people of God right here on Solomon knew that there would be times when outside forces would come in and want to destroy their nation and destroy their faith. Now remember David, who was king just prior to Solomon, was a warrior. He welcomed that. Actually, he engaged it, right? I mean, he was the guy who went out there and took it to him. And and so, but he died, and then Solomon came in who wasn't a warrior king. He was a expander. He was an establisher. He was the one, obviously, who built the house of God. He's praying over it right now. He was a different different type of leader and it called for a different time. But he knew, even though he was going to serve almost exclusively in a time of peace, right, he knew that there would come a day, maybe when he's gone, that his people, the people he leads, were going to face incredible circumstances and they were going to need God to rush and come to their defense and to their side. So I want to ask you, do you need that today? Are you in a situation where you sort of think, man, everything seems to be caving in and closing in. Things are not going great at all, and I need God's help, and I need it now. If that's you, then pray it. Pray right Just pray, just right here. Say, Lord, um, come to my defense. Help me in the cause, and if your cause is the cause of Christ, God is with you. He is on your side, and you can pray this with confidence. And man, I just pray you'll do it. And I pray God will come to your defense. God will give you wisdom. God will give you direction. And man, God's presence will be known daily in your life, not just academically because you know the scriptures, but experientially because you live the scriptures out and experience the blessing of the Lord as you live. Now, when you do that, you're going to get some unbelievable grace. That means favor for every step of your journey. I guarantee it. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. When the world closes in, when the enemy of our soul chases us, we pray, God, you will be our defender. You will be our stronghold and our fortress. You will be the one we can run to. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and we'll see you back here next time.